magic number. It's the magic number. Somewhere in this hip hop soul community was born three, they stub me, and that's a magic number. Difficult preaching is posthumous pleasure. Pleasure in preaching starts in the heart. Something that stimulates the music in a measure. Measure in the music breaks in three parts. Casually see, but don't do like the soul. Cause seeing and doing are actions for monkeys. Doing hip hop hustle, no rock and roll. Unless your name's Brewster, cause Brewster's a punk. Parents let go cause it's magic in the air. Criticizing rap, so you're out of order. Stop looking, listen to the phrase and Fred stairs. And don't get offended while Mace Dosi does your daughter. I'm Jerry McGreer. And I am Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast uh, that is about comic books and X-Men, but we're talking about MCU shit and Spider-Man today, Gary. Uh, we, we, yeah. we both finally saw the uh, soon-to-be best picture 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man. I like this a lot. This is the oh, not best picture, but I haven't watched very many movies this year. It's probably my favorite movie I've watched this year. Easy. It is January 21st. Mm-hmm. I've watched three movies this year. This is, or it's been three weeks. Uh, this yeah. is probably my favorite movie I've watched this year. Uh, I I would uh, probably have to go back and see what I watched in 2021, but it most it was mostly garbage. Uh, but I did see this in December, so I, um, it's uh, to me it's a 2021 movie. It's definitely one of definitely the only theater experience I've had in the last three years. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that was yeah. interesting and exciting. <clears throat> uh, my my experience watching this is uh, was exciting as well. My friend Derek gave me a, a screener that somebody did with a, a cam, um, which went out of focus from time to time perfect i love uh, it which is a real big bummer and then uh the cool part of it though i've never watched i've never watched a movie that was on a cam before was that during the big oh shit moments where like the crowd would make a lot of noise mm-hmm. that was actually part of the the mix because he was recording in a the theater so like uh spoiler you know this is your last chance to jump off this whole thing yes. uh, when daredevil shows up and the whole the whole audience went nuts i got yeah. to go oh cool and then hear audio of a bunch of people going whoa uh, <laughs> which is which is fun yeah, the moments, uh, the big moments in this movie, uh, I, I'm sad that I didn't get to see it. Like, I would have normally seen this on, like, opening night or, like, the first weekend or something. And I think that, uh, like, seeing Endgame day one uh, when Cap picks yeah, up the hammer yeah, yeah. and, like, people freak the fuck out. Uh, I think this is this more than a lot of Marvel movies would really lend itself to being, like, a full theater experience, right? Just to, to go fucking crazy with it. Uh, big, um, big crowd-pleasing movie, yeah. like... Yeah, just uh, just the you know the good thing that this this cinematic universe can do in terms of just being like a real big, you know, yeah, blockbuster. Just, uh, I mean, it's the I'm definition a of, a, of, a, like, of a of a fucking blockbuster. Yep. Yeah, um, and it's you know, I I went uh, I took Mark uh, Autumn's dad, um, and we went like on a Tuesday morning at like a ten thirty a.m. show after it came out, mm-hmm. <laughs> just trying to you know trying to avoid as many people as possible. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, the theater was like not even a quarter full uh people sitting pretty far away from each other um so and neither one of us caught covid so which is what i was yes. worried about i was like I, I had to tell autumn like a really dark joke of like i hope i didn't kill your dad because for, to, for spider-man that'd be real weird <laughs> so it'd be a real uncle ben moment yeah, yeah that's gonna be, be your a weird... origin story uh, i hope this is a thing covid man <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, um, i i want i want to uh throw a thought experiment at you real quick shoot. So, so Daredevil's in this. Uh, this is about the. This is a Spider-Man movie about Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how fucking awesome this movie had been if you knew nothing about it? Oh, like, oh my even god! That Doctor Octopus showed up. Mm-hmm. It's I um, hate trailers. I hate trailers. trailers. Pre stuff. Hype. Yeah, uh, it's like knowing that you know because i mean fuck they had all of the villains on a press yep. tour uh you know they had willem dafoe and um 
I can't remember Doc Octopus's name for some reason. Alfred um, Molina. Alfred Molina. My friend Bean is going to be so mad at me because she, 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 she apparently absolutely adored. She was like, I've never seen a Spider-Man movie except Spider-Man 2, and I love Alfred Molina. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good um, to know. Uh, they were on a fucking press tour together. Like, and it's, you know, I like the fact that they, you know, they got them, but I can't imagine going into this blind. I think it would have been fucking amazing. <clears throat> I, I would have lost my mind. And as is, like, there were still things that were surprising to me. I managed to not have it spoiled for me that Daredevil was in it. Imp- and impressive. I had, managed to have it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I It was hard work. Uh, and then I managed to not know that Andrew Garfield was in it, even though I guessed he was probably going to show up. Nice. Okay. You know, and, and Tobey Maguire. But uh, I guessed because, you know, the movie that had come before it and I was like, oh, they're being, it's about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a Spider-Man about Spider-Man. Um, if I had just been there and just had, you know, the Hello Peter line show up, that would have been one of my like favorite movie moments. Oh, absolutely. It would have just yeah. been really, really cool. I just, I wish that there was a way to, I understand they have to get people to go want to see the movie, you know? So they, and I understand people have to write about entertainment stuff for a living. And I understand that people on Twitter, like talking about stuff they've seen. I wish, sometimes I wish I lived in a fucking Island and I could just do everything totally fresh. You've had, you and I have talked about this extensively when it comes to like being able to mute concepts out of your general internet experience and like if instead of using it for the fucking blockchain like we should be utilizing ai to figure out how to make spider-man disappear it out of my internet (laughs) until spider-man comes out and i am able to watch it um and then i want the ai to feed me all of the memes that i missed afterwards (laughs) after i see the movie like i want to yeah yeah like hit the button and then it feeds me like 18 tumblr fan sites with all with the best memes like i want all of that The, the ai should be doing that for us uh yeah because yeah, you know, I feel the same way about like a lot of this stuff that comes out. Like we're we're both real big from software fans. Elden Ring's coming out. Uh, you've done a, I'm assuming an admiral job of staying relatively clean on that. I know there's um, a horse. There's there uh, is a horse. That's all I got. Um, that's all I got. But like, and I played. You know, I did this to myself. I played the network test or whatever. But also like people are data mining that shit like i had to unfollow a a pretty good friend on youtube because i would open up my youtube app on tv and like oh shit like i don't want to see that and i i've unfollowed a lot of people uh, some of which i know personally (laughs) yeah i know it feels feels fucking weird um i'm sorry sean yeah yeah, i'm sorry i I had to unfollow the lore (laughs) on her rest in peace man i'm sorry uh the the idea, of, I've been really impressed that you missed the Daredevil thing, though, because uh, I feel like people were not necessarily spoiling it, but like doing that thing where they talk around it in such a way that you absolutely know what it is. Um, yeah. And yeah. and then also like people were have obviously have cams and stuff. So like videos were floating around everywhere with the, just apps like yes. here's here's the scene. <laughs> I uh, I was happy to have missed it. Uh, it was it made my experience better. Uh, if people are listening to this, I think experiment going into something fresh for once in your life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's hard to do, but it is really cool when it happens. Um, I'm a, I'm it curious a to this movie that it, it wasn't ruined for knowing all that shit either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's also just a good movie. Like, all that fan service shit, like, we're going to talk about that uh, stuff. Um, and that stuff all worked on me, uh, you know, as a, as a fan of the Spider-Man. Like, I like that Spider-Man kid. Mm-hmm. He's got moxie. Um, and I like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Um this is uh this holds together even apart from that like it's a, just a pretty fun good blockbuster movie yeah i uh i'm curious how did you we haven't actually talked about them i don't think on the podcast like how did you take the two modern mcu spider-man movies and then his introduction in like um 
Civil War. Like, are you Civil War. have you been kind of on board? Because I I find these these movies really insanely fun. Like, I I I I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 it's hard to say that I like them better than the Tobey Maguire movies because those are like really solid movies. But I kind of maybe like them better than the Tobey Maguire movies. <laughs> This movie is about how this is a different kind of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's a Spider-Man who I really like. Um, Homecoming, I think, is really good. Uh, Far From Home is less good. I think it has a bad big CG monster fight mm-hmm. uh, several times, which is a real problem. But I liked Mysterio a lot in it. Um, I loved him in Civil War. Like, I think this is a good version of Spider-Man. I am, I'm generally with you. Um, this is my favorite of the three. I think this is the coolest one. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I like this version of Spider-Man. I like good kid Spider-Man. Absolutely. As opposed to Jean Raffio Spider-Man or <laughs> Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, who was really good. Uh, but also, you know, those movies, other than being kind of fun for how cheesy they are, they've aged a little weirdly, mm-hmm. you know, because they're they're so out of step. Yeah. With how we expect superhero movies to be, and 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 for better and for worse. I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing at all. I've been I've been on record as saying that uh, the Andrew Garfield stuff was like my least favorite Spider-Man treatment. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I remember making this joke somewhere. I don't remember exactly where, but like if Peter Parker cries more than he punches in your Spider-Man movie, you done fucked up. <laughs> uh, it's like that Superman movie where he doesn't punch. Yeah. <laughs> <with Brandon. laughs> he never punches a thing. Um, and I haven't gone back to rewatch them. I've been meaning to. They're not on easy, easy streaming services, so I either have to download them or like uh, rent them. Um, but uh, it's one of those things where you know the, the Marvel movies seem to be pretty deft at where you take a six episode Hawkeye series and you make me like Hawkeye more. So now when I go back and watch Avengers, I'm going to be thinking about all of this stuff that you've done with that character and liking him more in it. Um, they've made Andrew Garfield like he's kind of my favorite Spider-Man in this Gary. <laughs> like he's really charming and, and, and like, he's a good Peter Parker in this, like by a, by a lot. And I, I don't know, man, I got, now I want to go back and watch those movies, even though I hated them at the time. Dude, so. I, I didn't watch those movies. I, I was going to, when I, when I found out, you know, I was like, Oh, those villains are going to be here. I watched, I was like, I'd never seen the lizard before this version of the lizard in this movie where he opens his mouth and he's like, ah, yes, Peter. Hello. <laughs> and he, he's, he's the brain gremlin. I was like, oh shit, he's a brain gremlin. I thought he was just going to be a monster. So I went and found a scene from the movie, uh, from the amazing Spider-Man where he's fighting in a school. Mm -hmm. It looks like the cheapest, most soap opera shit I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Like the way that it's shot, it go back to it. Just, just go like search like lizard school fight, spider, amazing Spider-Man on YouTube and Mm -hmm. watch that scene and tell me that isn't like, it's at like a weird frames per second or something. It looks like a soap opera or like a YouTube fan film. It's so horrendous. Interesting. It, it is some of the worst action I've ever seen in a movie with it that has a Spider-Man in it. I'll, um, I'll have to go back. I don't remember it being that bad, but again, I fucking hated those movies when they came out. So, um, I just, you know, Andrew Garfield is just a charming dude in this. I think that's why I, I, I oh, ended yeah. up liking him. Like he just comes across as really like charming. Um, I did, yeah, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to no sell your point. Like I also no, think no, he's yeah. he's really charming in this. I just it, I just was remembering that like oh yeah, I did go search out a little bit of amazing Spider Man content and it was fucking lol lol lol. Like it was it was funny and not on purpose. So I uh, I wasn't spoiled on a lot in this. Um, I mean I it, by the point like you were, I've kind of figured that Toby and Andrew would show up because they had those villains and like they they got to do the thing like they've got to do the thing. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. I wasn't spoiled on the Daredevil stuff, uh, and I was really really curious. Uh, they showed you know 
kind of the the outset of how they were going to do this. I'm like, oh, we Peter Parker needs a spell to make everybody forget them uh, because at the end of Far From Home, uh, Mysterio's last act uh, was to expose Peter Parker as Spider Man. What um, a dick! What a complete fucking that? dick! Uh, <laughs> yeah. Really like that version of Mysterio a lot. Like Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. uh, for everything that oh, yeah. you did to Taylor Swift. Like I, you, you're still good for me <laughs> because of Mysterio. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I was really curious how like all of this was going to work, and it, and it just does like him going to Doctor Strange and being like, "I want everybody to forget me," and then doing like the classic I think Peter Parker thing, which is like interfering <laughs> and messing it up so that the spell works, uh, but it also like doesn't work uh, and starts pulling people from the multiverse, which of course Marvel fans have now been exposed to because of Loki. Uh, and it, it just real, just just really, really well done. Like when they started uh, laying out like how the mechanics of all of the stuff was going to work, where it only pulls people that know Steve, uh, Peter Parker's identity from other universes. I thought that was really clever. Like I think that was was really neat. There's a weird element of this movie. Uh, this movie is interesting, you know. And I, I said that in terms of Shang Chi, in terms of the plot not being interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I was just fascinated by, like I knew it was going to happen. It was going to be a big dumb fight, right? Like that's sure. what happens at the end of these movies. Uh, but it was the things that were happening were interesting. Um, the the mechanics of bringing in people from the other universes was interesting. Um, the theme of this movie, like one of the themes of it, because regardless of how well it lands it, which I, I would argue is not perfectly, but the idea of this being a critique of the way that superheroes solve everything by punching shit, mm-hmm. you know, this Spider-Man who is more pure and better hearted than the other Spider-Man coming to terms with with like, Oh, Spider-Man killed all these people. Like that's, that's fucked up. Like these people are mentally ill. You know, the way that we, a lot of our supervillains are just mental illnesses, mm-hmm. you know? Um, that was really interesting. I don't think they're going to follow through on it. And that's going to provide a lot of people with a lot of disappointment, you know, and I've read takes about this where they resent it. Like they're like, Oh, you know, they're just going to go back to just doing MCU shit after this. And I'm like, of course they are. Right. Yeah. But it was an interesting idea to play around with. I mean, they like the idea of Aunt May being like, no, these are, these are homeless people who are really sick. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you don't need to kill them. Yeah, the killing you know? is not really the thing. Beating them up is not the not the answer. Um, and tying that yeah. into, I think, because there's that whole conversation where Aunt May finds um Willem Dafoe as the as you know Norman Osborn. Yeah, and they and, wandering and, homeless. His company's not there. People live in his house. And and Peter you Parker know? saying, "Hey, like I've got a solution for this. We're just going to gather them up and we're going to shoot them back to where they belong." And Aunt May being like but they're here for you. This makes it your responsibility. And of course, like the word responsibility, you know, reigns out loudly yeah. across the Spider-Man universe. It creates um, iron fists. Yeah, yeah. It creates iron fists. Uh, but you know, that actually, I feel like in other movies, they just, they show you the, you know, with great power, bring is great responsibility, blah, blah, blah. I feel like in this movie, like he actually fucking learns the lesson. Like he actually sees, and 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 actually takes on the responsibility before hearing the words when he says, "Oh yeah, well maybe maybe we can like talk to these guys. Like, what are their problems? Oh, this dude has an AI, a rogue AI arm attached to his body. Let's fix that. Yeah. Like, I'm an I'm an AI guy. Actually, actively trying to solve the villain problem in this, I think, is really really clever and good. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, he he, he lost so much. Like, it was like I would have pressed the button. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Like just press the fucking button <laughs> and, and he, he keeps not doing it and they keep fucking him you know there, there's like a, a scorpion and the turtle 
mm-hmm. element to this. You know, except it's Green Goblin and the turtle. Yeah, it's Green like, Goblin and Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, and the fact that he still kind of goes through it and stuff, and ends up with this fresh start. It it is. Uh, you mentioned this. You said it's like a reboot for this Spider Man being like a more traditional Spider Man. Yeah. Um. You know that really worked for me. Like, I don't know. It it was it was a really interesting idea. I thought it was interesting that he wanted to fix everyone. I thought it was good that it didn't really work. Like, it should be hard to fix people. Yeah. It's not just, like, the reason why the punching happens is because the punching is easy. Mm-hmm. You know, smashing your action figures together as a solution is really good uh, and really, really, you know, simple. And trying to fix them was not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and had a huge cost. And I thought that was cool. I, a really neat idea. I, um, um I, 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 and again, like, also well executed because they fixed Doc Ock in this. And then like in the big, great big fight at the end, like which I fully expected to be heroes versus villains. Like they it actually wasn't <laughs> like it was yeah. like they was mostly everybody against Green Goblin and like, oh, Sandman is there. <laughs> like that was yeah, mostly Sandman what it did. Also, there, there are things that are really messy about this movie that that didn't work, mm-hmm. you know, and and those are worth talking about, even though I think the movie's generally good. Like Sandman makes no sense in this i wish they had gotten thomas hayden church as well so he didn't have to be a you know a really like a video game cutscene the entire time yeah um you know but him just being like he seemed like he's gonna be a good guy like he just wants to see his daughter he wants to go back and then at the end out of nowhere he shows up and spider-man's like i can help you and he goes i don't care and i was <laughs> that, that's stupid <laughs> that's, that's the dumbest thing that's ever happened to this fucking shit that's so dumb it's it's pretty I, dumb um i like yeah. electro stuff like they 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 really made in the amazing spider-man like electro was uh kind of done wrong by um and uh he wasn't super cool and um interestingly enough like they he doesn't ever find out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man and they, they apparently they're trying to justify that by saying like, Oh, like we assumed those movies kept going and he learned about it later in his interactions with oh, uh, yeah. and Andrew Garfield. Um, and that's why he's brought over. I really, I just think they wanted, you know, um, the, the dude, Jamie, Jamie, um, yeah, Jamie Fox, Jamie Fox. I think they just really wanted to bring Jamie Fox back. Like, cause he's a cool guy. Um, he's, he's great. Have you seen, um, I know it's, it's full of sex monsters. Have you seen the movie baby driver? I, fucking hate baby driver it's oh a, yeah we talked we've talked it, about this it I, is a, I like it, that it movie a, and you hate it it is a fucking sprite commercial <laughs> for two and a half hours or two hours or whatever the runtime is it's but, a fucking sprite commercial is all that movie is jimmy fox is fun in it I, I, sure okay like yeah, i mean at least yeah, kevin hart is like? great at, when he does commercials gary i don't know if you know this like <laughs> <laughs> I saw Gary. I saw Kevin Hart doing a fucking Hydro Row commercial on TikTok the other day, and I was like, he just made me laugh. And I'm watching the commercial. I'm sure he's fucking great in the movie. I'm sure. I'm sure. What's his name? John Hamm is okay. He probably d- stumbles his way beautifully through that fucking movie, but it's still a Sprite commercial. I, I like that movie a lot, and I like Jimmy Fox in it. I haven't watched um, um, the new the Edgar Wright's new one, um, and I'm and I want to because it looks really really fucking cool. Uh, but I'm just so worried it's going to be the same thing where he's going to trick me into watching another fucking Sprite commercial. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll, I don't want to land bridge this whole thing, but make your point about fucking Baby Driver or whatever. No, no, it was just that Jamie Foxx plays a really similar character in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like this this kind of like, uh, he's got it, as an actor, he's got an unpredictability mm-hmm. to him that I think is really good. You know, and in this, like, I thought he was going to be a shithead. Like, I thought he was going to break bad, but him making everybody around him kind of on edge, I thought was cool and fun. Yeah. Uh, I thought, th- I, I, I really liked that. Um, I like over the these movies um that they've really worked on uh Spider-Man's like spider sense. 
Um, yeah. And I was really confused as to what was happening when they gather up all of the villains in <laughs> poor Happy's apartment. Um, and they're like, we're, we've got to fix him. We're going to, we're going to do the thing to Doc Ock. We, we got an energy thing for Electro over here and Sandman just like hang out in this hourglass. We'll get to you later. <laughs> wait, wait a moment. Yeah. <laughs> we have a life-size hourglass for you, Sandman. No, no problems here. Um, but then, you know, there's that moment where uh, Norman Osborn turns into the Green Goblin um, and preceding it is Peter Parker, uh, Tom Holland, like freaking Knowing out. something's wrong. Knowing, and, I, and, yeah. and throughout the, like, the previous two movies, it's his, that power of his has been very, very inconsistent. And it's, it was, it's been kind of interesting to watch those moments as you go forward and you get to the point where like, he's feeling something go bad even before it does. I thought that was super cool. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, I like that a lot. And that scene is great. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, this movie, like I like this new Spider-Man. I think Tom Holland does a good job. Uh, and I think I like this good hearted little, little Spider-Man. Um, this is, this is a villain driven movie, uh, between Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willem Dafoe, just in terms of like just scenery chewing, cackling evil. Dude. is so goddamn good in this. Unbelievable. Uh, just the way yeah, his, his fucking him. face, like the way he yep. can contorts his face into this makes you, is more villainous than like most yep. things you see in the MCU. So glad they got rid of that dumb mask. Oh yeah. Uh, did you know that Willem Dafoe, when he's Norman Osborn, he wears prosthetic teeth and then the green goblin teeth are his real fucked up teeth. Did not know that. That's yeah. That's a fact that I now know. It's, it's cool. It's like fascinating. <laughs> uh, he's so good in this. And Alfred Molina is so good. Like, Oh yeah. Just these, uh, you know, again, mustache chewing. And this is the thing that Spider-Man out of all the MCU pro, uh, franchises has going for it it's got the best villains that they've done like every spider-man movie is full of great villains um i love the vulture i love like all of those those scenes like that mm-hmm. was great uh mysterio's great like all the villains are super good uh in these movies and this movie you know absolutely no exception like um you know jamie fox uh lizard doesn't really do very much you know, in this uh, lizard just has some funny lines about problem. turning everybody into lizard people. And I think that's, that's worthwhile. Yeah. That's the worth the price of admission alone for lizard man to me. <laughs> yeah. Just the, he can show up and be a, be a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fine. Uh, I was not that ex- excited about him and the supporting cast of this, I think is, is uh, a mixed bag to me as well. Really? Uh, like what? Yeah. Kind of. Um, I mean that, that I'm including Dr. Strange in that and how he works okay. in this. Uh, I don't love Dr. Strange in this. I like uh, Zendaya. Mm-hmm. um this is this i don't really like uh ned getting magic powers um it feels like it comes out of nowhere mm-hmm. uh and yes it led to good scenes like it led to him bringing in the other spider-men and stuff i kept waiting for that to be a reveal that he had no powers and dr strange was doing that trying to get back from the uh, Doctor Strange dimension interesting yeah and i would have liked that better i don't i don't need a superhero ned so that uh, that's part of a larger problem for me. Um, I don't, I don't need okay. superhero Ned. Um, I think magic nerd, you know, Wong styled Ned would probably be fun if you like that character a whole lot. But like, to me, when you, when they fix the problem at the end and they make everybody forget Spider-Man again, um, like it, 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 memory spells are so fucking weird and bad and complicated in media. And I don't like them a lot of times. And it's because of stuff like this. So like, does Ned remember he has, he's magic? Probably not, because he yeah. he did magic stuff with Spider Man, and he doesn't know Spider Man, or well, does he have so all of that stuff? And he just the thing. does he remember so hanging out with Spider Man, and not that Spider Man yes. is Peter Parker? You know what I'm saying? That's that's the part that they forgot. 
Yeah. So yeah, it, it's confusing, right? Because mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to be so weird. Like when people go back and look at you know, uh, the events of the blip, are they just going to see like a, a weird hole in reality that like thwips? But no, they know Spider Man. They just everyone forgot Peter Parker. Yeah. And not just that that Peter Parker is Spider Man. They forgot about Peter Parker in general. Yes. Like he's like a new dude. So to Ned, he could just be like, I was hanging out with Spider-Man, you know, maybe, you know, but, but I think, I think that's confusingly explained and seems like all the magical problem solving in this is real hand wavy and, yes, absolutely. and doesn't hold up to any thinking. And like, if uh, you're, if, if they remember, like, does Zendaya remember like loving Spider-Man? <laughs> like, yeah. cause, cause the, the big sad at the end of the movie is Peter Parker after, after everybody goes home dr strange fixes everybody nobody remembers uh spider-man and he's hopeful that she will remember him and she absolutely doesn't it um but like if he walked in there with this in the spider-man suit and was like hey would she be like oh there's that guy that i make out with (laughs) like (laughs) um and of course like the moment where he realizes like where he's got the letter in hand and he's going to try to tell her who he is and try to convince her and he realizes like oh their life is better off without me is one of those classic like fucking spider-man stories of i have to sacrifice everything for because of who i am and i i hate and love that like i I, at a certain point i just spider-man shit oh yeah him going in i like him doing that and then turning to the crime radio yeah absolutely you know as Mm -hmm. as almost as like a therapy thing like that worked for me um as a thing and as as you mentioned you astutely pointed out like a reboot yeah i mean that's that sets Um, us up for like a normal spider-man story um also weirdly like if you if you cut the movie off when he does the crime radio and then you start playing uh, the Spider-Man game from PS4, <laughs> it literally just picks up from right there. Like, you could just go. <laughs> I kept thinking, like, is there not an Otto Octavius or a Norman Osborn in our universe? Like, who didn't turn out to be supervillains? I was expecting, I wanted Alfred Molina to meet, like, actor Alfred Molina. Yeah, I feel like we're going to get both of those. Um, I feel like we're yeah. going to get a, a Norman Osborn in some future Spider-Man movie. Like, I'd, we may even be getting Probably. it, like, we might get it before that if they do, like, Dark Avengers stuff. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, uh, also, oh, sure. Also, wouldn't be surprised if, like, uh, you know, Peter Parker uh, goes and looks all those people up and tries to find them. Like, all, all of them. Yeah. And, and that would be a real interesting way for those things to develop. If 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 Peter Parker actually causes uh, Otto Octavius to become Doc Doc and all that, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. by a little bit of knowledge, that <laughs> would be very hilarious and also very Spider Man. He's just gonna hang, like he's only gonna stop muggings every time he tries <laughs> to do something else. It's horrible. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm staying in my lane. Spider Man, stay you know, stay in lane. Is the next one. <laughs> um, it's just about him doing side quests and catching lost balloons. Uh, uh, let's talk so. about other Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so we we got uh, we got our Andrew Garfield and our Tobey Maguire. I thought it was really cool that they portray them at like they're very different characters, right? Mm-hmm. And there's no genealogy where you can be like, oh, our Spider-Man is like this because this happened to him, and this Spider-Man is like this because this happened to him. It was just them being a little bit different. Yeah, you know, our Spider-Man who tries to help people and is like weirdly good-hearted and softer, versus like the Andrew Garfield emo Spider-Man who's just the downside stuff versus the first attempt, like the Tobey Maguire, who is kind of a mentor role in this because he's 45 years old. You know, uh, I thought that that stuff really worked and their, their chemistry together. Like there was a little bit of uh stakes stuff. It was a little silly. Cause it was like, this is a very serious movie, but we're going to stop and make a joke about whether you're in a band, Yeah, you know, while uh, the universe is going to die, that shit will bother me sometimes, but it, it worked for what it was mm-hmm. real well. 
I'm uh, I'm okay. I'm okay when the jokes are funny and the band thing I thought yeah. was was funny enough to to let it go. Um, and I I I I really liked the way like that you're describing like that they come with their own baggage and then they they're like it's very it was very emotional seeing them like tentatively share that like baggage yeah. with each other like the moment where um Zendaya and Ned or MJ and Ned bring the two um spider-mans to tom holland and like they have like they don't like it's not like a super amazing like funny haha thing uh like they get that other system with just the the other two with just toby and and andrew first and then they have this like heartbreaking emotional thing about like loss and what it means to keep going and trying to help people and everything um without knowing one another um yeah and then being also kind of trying to be cautious because they're not used to sharing that stuff and they're used to you know when they do share that with people those people get hurt like all of that stuff was so well done and it's amazing that you could pull that off like i feel like only now like you could really do that um spider-verse does a lot of this right too right like the into the spider-verse with the older spider-man versus miles morales like really did a lot of this work which felt like toby versus tom holland and to a, a large degree yes um but man like knowing like the moment at the end where Andrew Garfield saves MJ um and he does it by yeah it's a, yeah, it's a really good moment but yeah. he does it by like specifically jumping off because he learned the lesson with Gwen to you know don't use your webs on a falling woman yeah. cuz she'll she'll break her spine and break your yep. heart uh yep. like really yeah, like I I like that moment a lot like are yeah. you okay are you okay yeah <laughs> you know like that that was a good that was did, a clever little bit of dialogue. Did your crowd go nuts on that one because in my in the theater yeah. I was in we were all like yeah. oh like we were all crazy <clears throat> Yeah, everybody, everyone lost lost their mind. Uh, the uh, Spider Verse is a big, you know, comparison point for this. Obviously, um, I love the joke that Jamie Fox makes, where he's like, "Man, you're from Queens. You help poor people a lot." I just assumed you'd be black, <laughs> and he apologizes. Sorry, and he goes, "Yeah, maybe someday there'll be a black Spider Man." I thought that was like a, a clever little wink. Mm-hmm. You know, but him apologizing is very funny. Uh, also um, like finding out that, you know, Toby just shoot web as opposed to make web yeah, was yeah. very, very funny. Yeah. Like all of that stuff was, was just handled, I think very well. Yeah. How do you do? I don't really talk about it. It's, <laughs> I don't know. You know, how do you breathe? Uh, that, that stuff was, yeah. That stuff was fun. Uh, the, um, the biggest, you know, as I mentioned the supporting, like the Ned stuff and then some of the Dr. Strange stuff, like Dr. Strange is the center of the, uh, stakes problem with this movie to me. Okay. Because he's trying to sell this as a, a universe destroying threat, but he's not just like, I'm just going to cast a fucking, you know, paralyzed for a hundred years spell on Spider-Man to fix this. <laughs> like, I'm just going to put you to sleep. Yeah. You know, it feels like he's pulling his punches the whole time and it doesn't, he wouldn't, you know, mm-hmm. if the, if the stakes are what they are and something you, you, you and I talked about before as well is he's saying like, Hey, he's making a really good point. That's not answered. Uh, and whenever that happens in a movie, I get a little frustrated, which is, uh, the, when you start talking about the multiverse, there's infinite people like, yes, you can save these five people, but also we're, we're just going to keep drawing in more and more people. Like you're, it's a bucket with a hole in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Spider-Man never like, you know, acquiesces to that or deals with it. Or or deal with the fact that he's going to send Alfred Molina back to the bottom of the ocean. That's I think um, that more end. than anything is like the thing that I that I get really bothered with in this movie is like they do all of this work with Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin, get him back to Norman Osborn, presumably just like do a bunch of years worth of therapy with some punches um, or whatever, yep. 
and then like send it back to his universe where he would be instantly impaled on his own uh, glider. <laughs> like that's we, the way that he dies in that movie. Like what happens? Yeah, like we, or do they do a different universe? Like it's just it's just so messy so, with that stuff. And that's it's super weird. Yeah, Green Goblin didn't remember where when he came from, but Alfred Molina did. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I was drowning. You know, my machine with the power of the sun. I was at the bottom of the bay. Um, the idea that they brought Green Goblin from before he died because he didn't know that he was supposed to have died. You know, it's real weird mm-hmm. uh, what's going to happen. And then, uh, yeah, it, it, the mechanics of it are real sloppy. Yeah. Um, I um, I will say yeah. that uh, since we've talked about it with the rest of the movies and TV shows we've talked about today, um, I thought all of the fighting was really, really great. Uh, it was like the the apartment fight between like mostly Green Goblin and Spider Man. I thought was really really like vicious. That fight's really good. Um, yeah. and he does like some moves from the video game, which I thought was really cool. Like I I picked up on one of those like you know where they he jumps up in the air and then hits the web down, slams the web down, and then yeah. uses that to kick somebody in the face. I thought that was cool. Um, and then when there's a wall of, jump at one point too. Yeah, and then when uh the team up stuff at the end, um where you you know they they dare very carefully crafted that moment of all three spider-man like swinging in at the same time um but all of the team up stuff really really worked for me as they like, had to figure out how to work together uh i thought that was all really great um i i, I love this movie gary i, I think i think it really it, this yeah. movie really really worked for me on <laughs> overall i love it it's it, it was really good I, I i really liked it the the end fight fell a little bit flatter for me like i liked the big triumphant moments in it but i thought the blocking was a little bit messy because mm-hmm. it's just a big complicated fight and two of the bad guys were just big weather conditions <laughs> it's true you know, okay. that were happening in the background i thought it was kind of a bummer um how funny is it that they were giving the Statue of Liberty a Captain America shield? Dude, I, I, I am. I wanted to talk about talked about this with you so bad when I saw the movie because it's the dumbest thing that I've I've ever heard of. I don't even think Captain America would like this. I think Captain yeah, America no. would be intensely, no, intensely disturbed by this. Like, um, there's a there's a moment in the uh, in Hawkeye. Uh, we talked about that scene with Yelena and Kate. Um, yeah, where she mentions like going to see the newly the new Statue of Liberty or whatever, um, and it was interesting to see that like play out. Like obviously, like that that's that's what she's there to see. Um, there's also a lot of memes about like Spider Man swinging over Madison Square Garden and watching Hawkeye and Kate like fight a bunch of tracksuit guys and going, "Not today, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> not, I got other things to do. I'm Peter Parker." Uh, but yeah, that is some of the dumbest shit in the world. Uh, and I, another fight, I, I feel like the, I, as much as I like the fight, like I'd like all of them teaming up or whatever, like the location was a little, again, like you always have to add, like how'd they get over there? <laughs> like how does yeah. Spider, Spider-Man swing? Doc Ock. Yeah. yeah. Um, Doc Ock just like, you know, going across the ocean. Um, the, yeah. the fight yeah, between, uh, all of the, the, the Dr. Strangerverse stuff, uh, I thought was really fucking cool. I, I love those visual effects. Like they have, they, oh, they, 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 it's yeah. so cool. The, the fight was really, really fun. Spider-Man figuring out like how to work around the chaos. I thought was really, really good yeah. too. It's a, I, the, the a thing that the MCU does that I like is, is do those little co-starring movies. You know, this being a little Dr. Strange movie inside a Spider-Man movie, like the Hulk, their little Hulk movie inside of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. You know, I, I, I dug that even if I felt like Dr. Strange was weirdly motivated, uh, in this, um, I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, God, there, there's something I was going to say about, uh, not about the Statue of Liberty. Aunt May. Uh, That's the big thing we haven't really talked about yet. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, Aunt May, uh, bites it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's rough. It's a sad scene. Um, I wasn't expecting her to actually die when she got up and everything. It kind of got me. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice little inversion. 
yep of that um having um, having the responsibility stuff like you know over to her i think was was really cool uh my i, I am i am beginning me at 41 years old <laughs> planting my flag <laughs> um if if you're gonna have a character die uh, you gotta give them like you got three sentences max. Like if you're the writer, like yeah. you you can't have them give it a fucking monologue. I am. I, I just went through this with something else where a character, I, like talks for like 18 minutes and it's like, oh, and by the way, like I got to tell you all of this stuff. Um, while he has a hole in his chest, and I'm like, I just, just, just fucking yeah. die. Like I don't, I don't. And and this was because it, what it does to, for me is takes me completely out of the emotional moment that you're trying to give me um because i'm just like at this point you could have gone to get help <laughs> like you could have yeah. you could have just web up why the is, wound and fly her to hospital <laughs> like if she can hang on for long enough to explain like what to do with her cats like i you know what i'm saying like you gotta you gotta yeah. you gotta she's gotta die pretty quick for me um which and I, you know, I like um, I like her a lot. I can't remember her name for some reason; it just escapes me. Um, Mar- Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. I like her a whole lot. I'm gonna yeah. miss her from the series, but I think it was like a a worthwhile thing. Like it was a lesson for him to learn, and I think that was yeah. Like all of this stuff again, all three movies basically being one long origin story is a is a really clever thing because like we didn't get a, a Spider Man origin story. Apparently, we are. Yeah. Have you seen the animated thing that they're doing? Apparently, yeah. Him in high, like school. high school age. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whatever. I, I I'll live. Yeah, with that. I I the thing I was gonna say before mm-hmm. that I mentioned. There's a YouTuber named Nando V Movies. Okay. Uh, who I can I do not fully endorse. Right, like this is not me saying like this guy's awesome, and then he d- he still does YouTube stuff. Uh, but he does a lot of um, his kind of gimmick is taking these Marvel things and doing little rewrites to fix problems in them oh yeah you've mentioned this dude before and, yeah yeah i remember yeah. this guy uh sometimes they're very good and his no way home video is great uh and his big thing it, it's to fix the sandman problem but it also is something i was missing in this movie is the villains deciding to team up yeah um and it's weird when the, you know when we talked about the statue of liberty and everyone's showing up it's like how do they get there and why did they all show up at the same time you know and, and all of these things and he just, he'll just write these little scenes that work mm-hmm you know, with it. And he basically, uh, his solution for the Sandman thing was Norman Osborn saying like, you do this or when I get back to our reality, I'm going to kill your daughter. Yeah. There you go. You know, like I'm going to find her. And then that, that explains it, you know, and it's perfect. So with all, and he's done videos on all the stuff we talked about today. Um, and they're all pretty interesting in terms of, uh, fixing these little minor epics into it. Um, yeah. Uh, post credits, uh, Real exciting to me as a Venom fan. Yeah, you still haven't watched you know? the second Venom movie yet. Not yet. Okay. No. Um. So uh, th- th- I want to rewatch the first one. I just haven't done it yet. This is going to spoil the post-credit sequence in that movie where Th- he, that's fine. Where he he wakes up and sees Spider-Man on TV and he's like, "What is that?" And it's Tom Holland. Um. So that's rad. Yeah, yeah. Um. And that leads directly into um where we see him in like in you know tropical paradise is getting fucking wasted as opposed to hanging out. Um. The explanation. I love that as an idea of like he he got zapped over to our this reality and was like, eh, <laughs> like I don't I'm need good. to go find Spider Man. I can vibe. I'm, you know, this is weird. I'm gonna go find a bar. The uh, the explanation that Marvel has put out because I you know the spell is only supposed to bring in people who know Peter Parker's secret identity, right? Um, so yeah. why, why would Venom be there? Because this Venom has not ever met a Spider Man or a Peter Parker. Um, 
there's been like official Marvel talk of how the symbiote um, is millions of years old and is, is you know, traveled through space uh, and basically just knows this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the symbiote has a hive mind yeah i, I read that as a thing uh yep. so that's the reason that he gets pulled over and i don't care like i think it's dumb and in the best comic book way possible and i i'm sad that like eddie brock gets zapped back like uh tom whatever um i almost said tom yeah. brady that'd be a different venom tom, no, tom very different tom um <clears throat> i'm sad that he gets zapped back because i like that venom so much uh but like the, he leaves a little symbiote behind so he, you know we're gonna have a venom at some point um but i just i find it very funny and like oh all of the symbiotes and all of the universes and all of the millions of years they just know shit like it's a hive mind whatever yeah, yeah. anyone they've ever fought i did i just like seeing tom hardy as venom i'm, I'm sad that we're gonna get a different venom mm-hmm. you know but i you know as a way to bring venom into this universe rather than doing secret wars I, th- I think it's a pretty good idea. And they're they're also going to do Secret yeah. Wars. Like, that's on the docket. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, I am sad we're not going to see Tom Hardy versus uh, Tom Holland because, uh, like... He, it's a Tom-off, is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and it just, just because Tom Hardy is so hilarious as that Venom, like, regardless of the quality of those movies, like, he's just fucking great, so... Oh, yeah. It, it's You watch those movies not as serious movies. You watch them to... Uh, to see tom hardy do a really weird performance yeah um like that is very against like just twitchy and like it's hard to even know what he's going for somebody was talking yeah. about uh when the news broke that the new batman movie is like three hours long um i think it was uh mm-hmm. garrity i think josh garrity was talking about like uh you know it doesn't really the length doesn't matter it's more about the pacing and somebody responded yeah. was like the perfect example of this is Endgame versus the second Venom movie. Like Endgame breezes by at three hours, and you know Venom is excruciating at ninety minutes. And I'm like, if dude, Venom is great at ninety minutes. <laughs> like that's, that movie is fucking perfect at ninety minutes. That is what a ninety minute movie should be. Like you could probably you could make it a cool seventy five. Like you could cut some stuff out of that movie and still have it be just yeah. as good for what I am watching out of it. Right? Like I don't I don't care about a big fight scene with Woody Harrelson. But uh, anyway. Um, Spider-Man good. Uh, Cole for, yeah, Spider-Man very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Cole for Unfilmable just talked about Cabin in the Woods. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and that movie's 90 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And it's so fucking refreshing. Yep. yep. Like, it's incredibly quick-paced, and it's over before you know it, and it's basically all killer, no filler. Like, it's really good. Does that movie, because yeah. I, you know, that's that's one of the Whedon movies, and I haven't gone yeah. back to rewatch it um, in a while. Um but like, does it do the fire? And you, you probably don't watch a lot of Firefly. But uh, does it do the Firefly thing? I've seen Firefly, where you if you go back and watch it, you're like, oh, this is all that dude did. This is how that dude wrote. It's everything. Like that's the only way that he knew how to write. Like, or does it actually hold up? Because I remember really liking Kevin it, in the Woods, but it's still good. It it's a yes, there are weedisms mm-hmm. in the dialogue. It's not nonstop. You know, there's just scenes where I'm like, oh, this is. But he co-wrote it with somebody else. Yeah, that's know? right. Okay, and. Uh, you watch it for like the plot and the the big third act fun scene. Like yeah. the plotting is really interesting. The actual dialogue is hit and miss because sometimes it's just Whedon doing Whedon. Okay. So uh, I, it stands up and it's 90 minutes. Fucking easy, dude. In and like out. It, yeah. It go, <laughs> goes by so quick. Go watch it right uh, now. Yeah. It's shorter than this podcast that we're recording. Let's go fucking do it. <laughs> it's way shorter. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's very good. Like I, I liked it a lot. It, it held up pretty well. So um yeah uh like spider-man will hold up i think it will uh um, i think this sets yeah. us up so the, the other post-credit sequence that i want to talk about is the um 
I waited all like ten minutes of the credits to watch a trailer for Doctor Strange yeah. two that <laughs> appeared on that appeared on the internet yeah. the next day. So felt really good about that decision. Uh, that movie looks dope. It's interesting that oh, they're yeah. bringing the dark Doctor Strange from the What If series like into real life. Yeah, and yeah. um, I just desperately want to see more and Wanda. Also, America. Uh, Chavez is there. Mm-hmm. America Chavez is there. America for, is there. It is, it is in America. America is there. Uh, America Chavez is there for. You know, she's also a Doctor Strange character now. Sure, like yeah. supporting character. I have no idea how she's going to get uh, introduced. Um, I think that looks really cool. Yeah, I like how that's bringing in Dark Doctor Strange. I also like how when he goes up, even in the trailer, like when he goes up to Wanda, Wanda's like, "Hey, I'm sorry about Westview." Yeah, you know, like it. it them starting to blend not just their cinematic universes, but the TV universe as well, I think is cool. Very cool. Uh, very cool. Um, yeah. We didn't, I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. We, we also didn't really like linger on Daredevil, but I just want to say Charlie Cox showing up in this movie was really dope. Uh, he caught that brick and that was, yeah. that was cool. <laughs> like that was all His I needed real to fun. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. He's, he's funny. And the, the scenes are all fun. There's no reason why he doesn't help Spider-Man fight these guys later. No, it um, could just be helping no. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And decides not to. Too and busy lawyering. And uh, that guy's got to show up in uh, uh, She-Hulk, right? I would imagine so. I mean, I think that's got to be his next appearance. They've confirmed that uh, the actors that play Foggy and Karen are also going to appear in the MCU, and that seems like a real logical place for all three of those people to, to be. They have to. Although, like yeah. in Daredevil season three, like everybody is very fucking upset. <laughs> like everybody is crying all <laughs> the time. Like it's an emotional. Like Matt is in a bad place in Daredevil season three. I don't. I've, I've not seen the end of this. I don't know how it ends up, but like. Also, like, can you imagine being Daredevil during the blip? Like, assuming that you didn't yeah. get blipped, just hearing, like, a bunch of heartbeats go disappear and being like, what in the fuck oh, just happened? <laughs> think about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the other thing, we, we barely talked about it, but the Moon Knight trailer looks badass. Yeah, that looks really, really cool. Uh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, it looks really cool. Trippy and paranoid and, like, a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, uh, very excited for that. Moon Knight, uh, the, the, the Black Knight and Blade, and who else is in the... Like the the crew, the midnight Morbius. Mor- bring, it, bring in the Morbius, baby. <laughs> Ghost Rider is a Midnight Sun guy. Yeah, um, uh, as well. I'd be I'd be interested Man's in seeing man. how they could put put some put a team together. I want to see some teams. We, we yeah. Phase Four is missing teams for me right now. So yeah, I uh, the uh, you know them talking about uh, there's a lot of casting stuff going on right now around Fantastic Four, uh, like casting chat, and I'm really excited for it. I, uh, like I you know I don't know when John Krasinski as Reed Richards started like people just assuming that like that's that was the best casting ever. I hate that so much. I think he would be a really terrible Reed Richards. I don't think he'd be good at it either. Um, yeah, I think he would be uh, bad now. Yeah. Um, it's not confirmed or anything. Part of the it's very interesting. Uh, there's again, there's not to shill that YouTube guy too much, but there's a, a Nando uh, video where he talks about that casting, and uh, he's he's the husband of Emily Blunt. Uh, is that Emily Blunt? Mm-hmm. He's he's the husband of the main person who they want to have be Sue. And they talk about how it's possibly a package deal. You know, and that's what's going on. Like they're not going to be able to do one without the other. Yeah. Um I don't I don't want uh him to be there. I don't think he's has a lot of range. Me either. Um I thought the quiet, a quiet place was fine and I love the office. Like I'm I'm not I haven't turned against that show. I think it's really fun and good to watch, but he it's a one trick pony. Yeah. I, so. I totally agreed. Um, the other thing I want to mention is a rumor that I saw um, that I find hilarious that I want to get your opinion on um, because Doc Strange 2 is Multiverse of Madness and maybe other, we're going to see like some other 
first off, in the trailer, like the Marvel logo, um, they incorporate mm-hmm. Marvel logos from like the X Men movies, um, and like a bunch of old Marvel logos. So people are like, the X Men oh, are nice. gonna show up. Um, and Sophie Turner was recently seen with red hair again, as opposed to blonde. So people are like, oh. <gasps> um. But also the the big rumor that I keep seeing, and I don't, I just find this fucking hilarious, is that uh, because Tom Cruise was in the running for Iron Man before RDJ got it, uh, that they would yeah. bring Tom Cruise in as a alternate, like an alternate universe Iron Man, and do like a, <laughs> like a weird mustachio Tony as as a as a bad Iron Man or like a supreme Iron Man or something, and I just find that concept absolutely fucking hilarious. Yeah, I uh uh that would be I don't want another Iron Man. I don't want an alt universe Iron Man like that. Me either. Yeah, I'm with you. I just like do do Ironheart or whatever. Do do the the young girl Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um that's very funny. And especially Tom Cruise would be horrible. Oh, dude, can you imagine casting for that? I just fucking gross. Awful. Yeah. <sighs> gross. Big no thanks. Um yeah. So that would be very funny. I think it would be really cool if like Michael Fassbender showed up. Yeah, you know, yeah. We got a Mag- Magneto. Even though I think also I was thinking about how Fastbender is kind of good casting for Reed Richards or Doctor Doom. I, could, like, I, I think you'd be good at either both of those. Oh, um, supposedly in that, yeah. um, I haven't actually gone to look, but I saw someone saying that in the uh, Moon Knight trailer, like he's in a, there's a logo that says like Von Doom in the background somewhere. Oh, cool. Yeah, so yeah. maybe they are setting a lot of that. that stuff up. So In the, uh, the casting uh, Hope video, uh, they brought up an awesome uh, casting thing, which I never thought of before Mm -hmm. in that Nando thing, which is uh, Dev Patel as Johnny Storm. Ooh, love it. I'd be way into that. Fucking love it. I love that dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's great casting. Um, And who cares, you know, about races with this stuff? Don't care. Like adopted families exist. Yeah. Don't. Nobody gives a shit. You know. You could, I mean, there's a, there's a green guy in this universe. Don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, they, oh, the the animate rock man is maybe not the same <laughs> race as. Don't be stupid. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm, I'll be super cu- um, curious how they how they play all that stuff out. Like, I'm. It's gonna be fascinating to watch. So, it kind of feels like they should do it soon because uh, I mean, Spider Man is kind of them getting back, but Phase Four has been real fucking weird. It has. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, the TV stuff has been way more successful than the movie stuff. And, Excuse me, in uh, in a general sense. Yeah. It'll be, uh, yeah. I mean, Doc Strange 2, and then, uh, is it Guardians, and then Thor 4 this year? Um, yeah. I mean, all all of those, I think, are, like, going to be pretty big in, in terms of implica- it's implications, or not implications, but, like, complications for the MCU and how everything's going to line up. Um, I'll be very... They, just, they need to set up the next new thing, either the next new threat, yeah. like, set up Kang as the next two threat, if they're going to actually go that way, or they need to set up fantastic Four or X-Men, I feel like. Oh, I guess, uh, I guess they are doing, they gotta be doing King cause he's in Ant-Man. He's going to be in the Ant-Man, Ant-Man. movie. So I, I don't even know when yeah. that's coming out anymore. Well, it's, it's like not until next year and he may not be, they might not make him like a big threat, you know, in this thing, he might just be the Ant-Man villain. Like I could see them redoing King because all of that heavy Galactus hinting that they're doing in Eternals and taking Galactus and making him a celestial is fine. Mm-hmm. I think rather than having Galactus be, a, he might even be a celestial. I don't know what Galactus is. Um, it feels like they're, they're going that way yeah. rather than going for Kang as their big bad. Um, Doom would be a great big bad for everybody. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, if they brought that in. Yeah. Magic. They're, they have a lot of options. Uh, for maybe the next seven years and then they're out setting up um <laughs> doom as like a like a almost like i apologize in advance for saying these words but almost is like a trump-like political fi- figure 
um sure where like people are just gravitating to him for his like personality and even though like oh no he's got the the best in mind but like really he doesn't and like the you know having to respond to that kind of thing i think would be super interesting as opposed to my fucked up face i hate you <laughs> like that yeah. would be not as good doom is a big scenery chiller chewer yeah you know mm-hmm. he, he's a sam raimi villain uh in the comics but them doing the public uh public perception uh villain is a really cool idea and yeah. that's not something that they they've done very well outside of spider-man yeah obviously yeah um, is the J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man movie? Is that the one from the Tobey Maguire movies? I dude, I, I don't know. Like, I or don't just J. Jonah Jameson. Like, just, that's he, this version. He's always going to turn into that guy. Uh, maybe that's the case. Like he's always that dude in every universe. He's just always that guy. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Who knows? I did like the little, uh, we, uh, the little yeah. thing where that you see him in his little like basement YouTube studio first. And then, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he kind of grows into the thing. Like I like the Spider-Man made him kind he, of. He's he's shilling brain medicine too, just yeah. like Alex Jones. <laughs> like, I, I love me. that. Like, very funny. Very very good. Um, uh, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you. We've been recording forever, so we're gonna go. Yes, this uh, has you been. You know the stuff to do. Yeah, go to Patreon. <laughs> go leave reviews. Um, uh, to say you know, tell your pets you love them. Um, tell your mom you love her, and we'll be back in a few weeks yep. with more AVX. Thank you.